Okay, so we're back. And um, we had to take a break because Lori had to pick up her laundry. But we are now joined with another special guest <laughs> who does also not need no introduction, but I'm going to introduce him anyway. Um, no, but I I have this setup, but I have another setup that's like the mics are like $200 each. Shit. Uh, or no, 100 100 I'm, I'm playing Amazon. Yeti. Actually, posted it on that's on, still a lot. On my story, and I was like, trying to, high returns. I mean, ROI, ROI. <laughs> yo, you're already spit, spitting facts. Okay. Um, yo, maybe you need to mic up because, what, mic like, up? I feel like you're about to spit facts. Okay. <laughs> okay, wait, Lori, why don't you introduce our third guest? Okay. You know? So, this guest, some of you may know, some of you may not know. Um, in 1994, circa 94, you had a baby. I had a child. Which one? And I didn't claim him at first. I didn't really want him, according to my parents. How old were you? I was three and a half. <laughs> but um, well, you guys are three years apart. Yeah, I called him my baby, and that's Rudolph, so my brother. Yeah. Rudolph, your bro. Yep. My Real bro. name is Rudolph. That is my name. Yes. That's my name. They were gonna name him Steven. But <laughs> no. no stop, but chill, so what happened chill. was Steven? I'll tell you the story so about how name. Rudolph happened. Okay. My like mom, mom was gonna call Rudolph? yeah, my mom was gonna call him Steven. Wait, were you an accident? Me? Yeah, I was literally <laughs> no. You were probably accident. I was literally born. <laughs> I like I mean, they got Michelle's married. probably like y'all all accidents. They were married in November, mm-hmm. and then nine months from She's November is baby. August. So oh, okay. I'm, I'm the honeymoon. The honeymoon I, baby. Oh, so you were planned? No, I was just honeymoon baby. Okay, I think I was actually. I think my mom. Oh no, I already know my story. My mom. Like, I don't my, think anything was planned. <laughs> no, nothing's planned. Kenny was definitely not supposed to happen. <laughs> oh, poor Kenny. Where is Kenny? Okay, nothing is planned. But is anything planned? You can try. Babies are not planned. Some of them are. Some of them definitely are. I mean, nowadays you can plan a baby. Yeah, I mean, you could, yeah. like, grow a baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shout out Kim K. Same. Same. Looking for a surrogate. Same. Okay. Oh, but, is that a girl boss is spent? <laughs> yeah, boy. Ooh, no, the but branding yeah, here. like um, <laughs> he was supposed to be named Stephen, but my dad had a boss he hated who was called Stephen, and they went against it. And then my mom's second option was apparently Rudolph. No, that was actually that was like actually after the reindeer. Yeah. No, 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 no. They didn't know no reindeer. My dad's idea was Rudolph. You have to remember, like. My dad told the story. Yeah. My dad's idea was Rudolph because it was the name of like some German Kaiser or something back then, and he read up on history, something like that. When I asked him why he named me that, that's what he told me. Okay. Well, I heard a different version of that story. You hear from Hitler? I heard it from Mummy. Yeah, they have different versions, and we don't know who's lying. Most likely, my mom. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, everyone has a different perspective, yeah. right? Yeah. So my like, mom's they... perspective always uh, <laughs> skewed. Are you? Are you? Are you closer yeah. to your dad? Um. Oh, for sure. Me and my dad talk so much now. Really? Yeah, and it's crazy. It fluctuates. It's no, not for me. 
Maybe for you. It's crazy because before, like, me and my dad never used to speak. He almost seemed like such a stranger. And it's until after he went away that we got closer together. When, when and it's funny that, yeah, I mean, geez, I feel like he's been gone most of my life. Like People don't realize, like, our dad is in our lives, but not in our lives. Yeah. He's, I always, whenever I was like, Lori, where's your dad? He's like... My dad is there, but not there. He was always somewhere studying. Yeah. Or somewhere. So it's like... It's like, like he, lives his, he lives his own life. Your, and it's almost kind of like... Your mom lives her own life, too. And yeah. Independence yeah. And like, Which is why I'm so, like... in Like, I don't need to be around people at yeah, all times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't our, connect that starts, before. It all starts with our parents. We are our... our we are our parents. Yeah. In... in biological yeah. and genetic sense through and through. through and through like i'm like my mom i'm like my dad mm-hmm. but both yep. of them are like you know so one of one of the top listened to podcasts after the interview great, yeah. um with my mom on the weekly hustle podcast is we are in cozy combos podcast right now <laughs> right manifestation unknown um but make it happen but inception between inception <laughs> I just have to say it out loud to yeah. remember how this all came about, right? Right. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I feel like the the parents aspect is kind of um funny because like them being present in your lives makes more of an imprint, but them being semi present is almost a good thing. Yes. Because it allows you to be independent and almost sort of find your own person. Yes. And your own way. of your parents and your own way. Right. And I think that's what um, our parents, because like when you're children of working class, like they're going to be out of the house. Legit, always. All the time. Always. Because they're going to be working 24-7, overtime, all that stuff. And in all that time, depending if you're an only child or if you have siblings, that's who you're going to be spending your time with, you know? And I guess if you have siblings, that makes a stronger bond if they're always gone. I mean, I guess it can slice either way. Because, it really can slice either way. Yeah, because like I look at my cousins as siblings because that my I was always and I look at like I look at my my mom's best friend's kids as siblings because I grew up because like I had to live with them when yeah. my dad mm-hmm. was away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or my Glola raised me. My other grandma raised me. Mm-hmm. Like I was raised by so many people. I was raised by my titas. I was raised by... You know that saying, it takes a village to raise a, a child. It takes a, a village. It takes a village to to support this thing. It takes mm-hmm. a village to support a hustle. It, it always takes a village. It takes a village at work, when we're at work, right? Mm-hmm. And you think of... People, you know why there's coaching programs or family mm-hmm. trees or like... You have to partner with that because it takes a village for you to enhance in this career and this... You know, like if you think about the field that you're going to, mentorship, mentorship, mentorship. That's so important. I heard the saying that when there's opportunity, there will always be inequality. How do you feel about that? Mm. (laughs) Give me my pen. No, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. When there's opportunity, where there's opportunity, there will always be inequality. You gotta Google that. Which is basically a play on capitalism. Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. Now this is y'all. Capitalism, <laughs> capitalism is like... Like, opportunity is the spirit animal of capitalism. In the sense that yeah. like, there's only opportunity if there's capitalism. 
But that yes. could be good. Yes. But it okay. fosters yeah. inequality. It fosters inequality. See, I wrote it down. I scribbled. <laughs> Just <laughs> like... I don't want to show the camera my notes. It doesn't make sense. But for somehow, I like understood it. Yeah. Um, but this is how I learn, right? Yeah. So when I'm at work or my meetings, like... I'm just like listening, but I'm writing. Or when we're on our phones, right? Mm -hmm. I'm listening, but I'm writing. We're actively. But that's all about. And someone's listening on this podcast mm -hmm. and writing. You think you think that like this podcast will be played like in twenty in in three in three thousand? Actually, I have well, I don't know about three thousand, <laughs> but I have a funny um what's the word? I guess story idea. Um, Recently, I heard the term, or I came up with the term, generational rollover. It's almost... Hold on. Pause. <laughs> generational... We throw in a lot of terms right now. Rollover. I, I, I see. I don't know if that's an actual term. No, I think you should trademark it right now. Like, you should... <laughs> it might be. Like, Rudolph, generational turnover LLC. I see where you're going. <laughs> and now, with that, it's more like everybody, when they're young, they want to come up and they want to make it yes. to, the, to the, like... The top spot, yes. right? And a lot of times they don't realize that it takes a lot of grind. And in that grind time, they're going to be the ones to end up being the heads of whatever industry they're in, which is essentially their time. Right. Almost kind of like the way that the political system works in that sense. It's run by a whole bunch of 70-year-olds. And why is that? Because the system is set up for 70-year-olds to be the bosses and be the ones making right. the decisions. Right, that's why AOC pisses off a lot of people. Yeah, exactly, because she she's didn't wait youngest. for her time. Right. And she's one of the youngest people she's there. She's a disruptor. And if you mm -hmm. relate, so you're talking about with that, with um, politics in business, there's disruptors. There mm -hmm. are startup companies that are far more successful in the brand than Pepsi-Cola right so now. So startups because, are those. Because the AOCs. are the AOCs, right? Like, mm -hmm. Weekly Hustle is pissing off a lot of things. It's disrupting. <laughs> yeah. Cozy Combos is disrupting. Yeah, 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 yeah. is disrupting. Generational rollover is disrupting. Wait, so is general generational rollover is in my idea a representation of the system that yes. says when you're seventy, you're gonna be the boss because the system set up for seventy year olds to be the boss. A baby could be a boss, right? Yeah, you know, I I feel like it's because I feel like it's because <laughs> Yeah, anyways, I feel like it's because um I guess people or maybe the way our society is set up, you don't respect youth as much as you should yes. i think it's changing though because yeah. of startups because, because you, of the internet because you have to listen no it's changed no see i would argue some people are listening some people are are not right mm -hmm. it's only changing when you listen so another thing is that people don't like change yeah i love change sure. i want to change everything i think it also depends on the industry though right, right because we right. see like a lot like you not seeing 70 year olds in tech you're just not. You're not seeing 70-year-olds in marketing. Okay. You're just not. Something that's struggling in the accounting field or in my job is that... Finance, finance yeah. Finance is that we have all these great accountants, right, that know T accounts and y'all, this is going to be like whatever to y'all, but mm -hmm. like who are managers that aren't being booked on projects because their billable rate is higher, mm. yeah. right? But I'm a senior, but my billable... Companies want me on their project because I'm cheaper and I can keep up with the times. Mm -hmm. So something that my PwC has been all about is digital upscale, upscaling on every level. Mm -hmm. If you're a partner, 
right? You need a digital upsell. You need to be able to keep up with the times mm -hmm. yeah. if you want to continue to grind and be successful. Mm -hmm. Because people making six figures are still grinding than the people that are making five, four figures. You because right I mean? now, because like, they're the trend that I'm seeing, which is plays on to what you're saying, is that they are letting go of older people. Like, I feel like this generational rollover is slowly not applicable anymore because they, since we are advancing into a technological state, those people, like, some of my seniors don't know how to create a PDF file. Right. So it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> exactly. So see, if they can't keep up with the current age and the current times, they're not going to be the head of anything anymore. But then that's what pisses off a lot of people. Like, I think every, like, we look at the young, some people look at the younger generation, like, why do the, why does the young kids like, like, like jewels or like, why are, do they like this rapper or that rapper? And it's mm -hmm. like, well, why don't you listen first and then figure it out and understand it versus like, you're already judging based on what you see, right? Mm -hmm. And I think, Going back to our immigrant parents and how they're always hustling and they're always they're always trying to learn. Mm -hmm. But why are they always trying to learn? Because they were oh, their upbringing was in an environment where they hope constantly had to look and spread put. How do I put? Metaphorically speaking, like their head was always above water. From, Read and react. They always had to see what was going on right, and react in a way to nothing. survive. Yep. Yeah. Zero. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you look at some of the most successful people in history and in time and whatever. Some of the most remembered people came from nothing. One challenge I want to give Americans, like people who were actually born here, whose English is their primary language, they don't speak any other language. When they travel, don't force your English onto no, other people, which is what I see wait, a no. lot. Recently, I have. I want, you, I have, I want I have, you to talk about that so, experience yeah. in Singapore and Manila because you just came back and I did. have you gotten yeah. a chance to reflect on that trip? Because oh man, you were I, living life. I was. I went with my friend Morel, who's another um, very introspective, thought-worthy kind of guy. Yeah, how'd you and through high school, through high school, actually, we go Y'all back. Go way like, back. yeah, we go way, way back. So we got there, and one actual instance where yeah. I learned that it was um it was like the second night we were there, we went out. It was some like barcade type setup. in Manila or in Singapore? in uh, in Singapore. Okay, and what is we it were called? playing. Oh, jeez, you know? I do not remember the name, right. but it was in Clark K somewhere, and it had graffiti on the walls. It was it was a really dope spot. All right, so anyways, we went there and we were playing pong, and. A couple of guys just looked like they did not know what they were doing. We kind of washed the floor with the first round. Second round, a couple of people came up that were a little more experienced. And they had different rules, but we didn't know they had different rules. When they were playing according to their rules, we just assumed, you're wrong. That's not how you do it. Mm -hmm. And then I had to get checked and have my, uh, I guess, American privilege checked as well. Yep. Yeah. Like, they kind of told us, yeah, you guys are playing with the West rules. We have East rules over here. I automatically went in there assuming mm -hmm. my way was the right way. And, and then the I realized, only way. Yeah, and, and the, the only, only way. way. And the only way. And um, I want to... That's recently a good one. In, in, um, in the news, sorry to, like, sidebar, mm -hmm. Duterte, the president of the Philippines, mm -hmm. wants to rename, rename the entire country Maharlika. Wait, so not Wait, Philippines? Not Maharlika. Philippines, because... <laughs> 
he says that the name Philippines actually came from the Spaniards. That came from the it sounds like it Spanish Philip Philip, Philip 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 yeah when they were taking over. So the in, I'm getting indigenous the, mm -hmm. the individuality of the because what he wants to do is make Philippines like great again or like make Philippines yeah. Philippines. So he does, he wants to take out that colon colonized name. Colonizing thing because in the Philippines there was Americans there there was. Chinese, there Spanish. were Japanese, there were Hispanic people, and that's mm. why a lot of Filipinos look mad different. Mm -hmm. So let me say this though: Do you think that that mix is what makes the Philippines individual? Do you think that mix is what gives you guys that identity as? I think that's Filipinos? why different Filipinos fit very differently in different. You know, there's like there's six thousand islands out of the Philippines, six thousand mm -hmm. plus islands, right? Within those six thousand plus islands, there's different types of Filipinos. Yeah. But different each of those islands was just different because each of those islands there was Americans on those islands, there was mm -hmm. Arabs in those islands, there yeah. was Muslims in those there was there was Chinese in those islands in, in this mm -hmm. island. Mm -hmm. So there's different types of Filipinos that have co-mingled in whatever. So do you think that in from the beginning of time, I don't know what a Filipino was back right. then. It's mm -hmm. a mix of a mix of all these countries yeah, that came, yeah. right? Yeah. I I can't wait to get my interesting mm -hmm. thing. I have to drop it in the post office. Mm. I finally like did. You did it because because I want to know where like I'm from, right? Because mm -hmm. it's DNA, mm -hmm. like back in time. Yeah, right? you can. What are they comparing it to? Yeah. I, but I'm also scared because I'm like I want to know. You know what it I mean? it comes with like a um a whole disclaimer type of thing. Like yeah. they're not responsible for you being shocked. By what you find out right hmm. i might have you thought oh, oh and then on real housewives right they were doing that same um on real housewives of this is for my real housewives of new jersey yeah. listeners um one of the women there she took it because she's trying to find a lost sister mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and in ancestry or something or 23 23 me if your lost sister did that same dna y'all yeah. can potentially know each other mm -hmm. so so it's we're creating a closer world. This world is getting the world is small. The world big. I found so many like third cousins, mm -hmm. fourth cousins. Right. I'm like, that's interesting. Like, we made cousins. Yeah, I mean you don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I have South. I have Asian yeah, ancestry in there. Yeah, we don't know. We go back all the way from time. You we'll know see it. Mean? Somebody six generations ago was 100 percent Asian. What do you Asian. think I am? I think you have Eastern Asian ancestry, mm -hmm. probably some Iberian, which is like the peninsula off really Spain and Iberian is basically Spain, Portugal. So those so because they colonized. My was, my mom's, so my mom's dad was half Spaniard. So yeah, and even if you're from Spain, doesn't necessarily mean you're you have Spaniard ancestry. So you could have like French ancestry too. So you could think that he's Spaniard and find out that you're not at all. It's and like you're the French. distinction between citizenship right. and ancestry. Because it's like even Europe itself, those lines don't matter on right, the map. Right, like right. those are just so how economical we look at lines. The world, there are no borders. Right. What wall? What right? wall? <laughs> <laughs> what wall, Trump? <laughs> because it's your wall. <laughs> <laughs> you're five point, how much is it? Five, how much is that for? 5.9 billion? I don't know. 5.9 billion. I try not to focus on him. I mean, he, he's negative energy it's like in my life. It's like so much bad vibes. Oh, bad vibes. Anyways, he's like yeah. the 70 year olds. That's what it is. But yeah, like, it's going to be interesting to see what like you they have in you. They're the only ones. Yo, 
You think you think Jessica's <laughs> care about the wall? I mean, they care about one of my nieces is very much. But like Yoli? <laughs> yeah, Yoli. Plug. 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 I already know who's who's caring hardest right now. No, she is like really good. Like, mm -hmm. um, but going back to our family dynamics and like, yo, our assumption when we go places, right? Be, you know. So it's like, and for How and to think of it in a different way, like if wait, somebody came here, yeah, it's like if somebody speaks Spanish to you instead of English, people will bug out right. here. But when you go to Spain, you automatically think that, yeah, they should know English, at least some words. Like, hey, yeah. where is this? Like, you force your language on them. Yeah. And that's why people think Americans are rude, TBH, because they tend to have this view where their way is the imposing. only way. They're very imposing. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I don't well, do it like that. Imposing. Yeah. When it, uh, Singapore is interesting because, you know, Singapore is a new city. Yeah, it's it's about what fifteen years old or oh no no Singapore is because it's been part of Malaysia so yeah. there was there was um, um so there was a handover type yeah, of thing right and in and if you go to people I don't know if you had I know you I wanted you to talk about your experience but uh -huh. when I was in Singapore what I learned because I would ask people where are you from yeah where are you really it's very diverse there too yeah because it's a it's a APAC mm -hmm. so people from Australia go there. Yeah. People from very yeah. so Singapore is interesting because it is one of the biggest financial capitals in the world. Mm -hmm. Not New York anymore. It's mm -hmm. Singapore, not Wall Street anymore. People, my one of my coaches, he moved to Singapore and mm -hmm. he was um, in a bank, like yeah. one of the big banks here. But big banks in New York City are failing. It's Hong Kong, Singapore. Hong Kong, Singapore. He moved to Singapore. Mm. So um, because a lot of financial banks are there. And the reason is because it's kind of like the New York of like Asia. Oh, it like the definitely Wall Street of is. Asia. It definitely like is. Like Philippines yeah. and Sing like in Singapore, Chinese people go there too. Like it I was actually watching a show that a lot of Filipinos go there to work there. Mm -hmm. well, and in Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah. Filipinos are also everywhere. You Haitians know, when I was are, there, when I was Haitians there, are also everywhere. when I was there, I met a Filipino guy. Um, his name was Patrick. He was Shout from the Philippines. Shout out to Patrick. He was a real cool guy. He was um he was from the Philippines and he had an interview for a company in Australia and he went to Singapore for the interview. Interesting. Which I thought was funny because they conducted an interview there. But it's only like you should have took a flight. Like you should. It's not. It's actually not it's, that far. It's not. It's only a two hour. It's, it's, it's like going to Florida. Yeah. From like ours. That's why when I went to Singapore. I stayed a week in Singapore and a week in Australia. Mm -hmm. um, and oh, like, that Australia trip must have been nice. Uh, see, I love Singapore more than Australia. It was Why really hard for me because maybe the t it was very hard, like to compare. Like I uh -huh. wanted to, ex I feel like I want to ex explore because Aust Australia is big. It's huge, huge, yeah. Um, Where'd you stay? I was. I stayed in Sydney and I stayed in Canberra. Mm. Canberra, but I didn't go to um, Melbourne. Melbourne, and I have. So I wish I kind of experienced Australia and hopped around Australia and experienced that all. Mm -hmm. And I and I wish I experienced Singapore and hopped around Malaysia and Asia. But I want. But I kind of got 
Singapore and Australia, but it ha- it's like going to Florida. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I, when you speak to people, when I was speaking to my clients, I'm like, oh, where are you flying in from or where are you coming from? They're like, oh, I came from Singapore last week. Oh, I came from, I came from Manila. Like, I was also thinking to go to Manila, like back home in the Philippines for mm-hmm. a weekend. Because mm-hmm. I they, they, rather than come back to New York. Yeah. Um, because it's that easy, right? So if you think of like the states in the United States, right. the only difference between United States versus Singapore, Australia, Philippines is that we're actually connected geographically, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. there's different countries within this country. Yeah, so, so boom. For sure. Almost kind of like, yeah, <laughs> so like boom. States we had a whole war for that. <laughs> yeah. Plug civil come, war. Yeah. Plug. <laughs> so, so boom, right? Mm-hmm. This is a lot. A lot. World traveling. This is a good combo. Yeah. But, yeah. But we still have 30 minutes to go. What else should we discuss on our cozy talk? Oh, oh, oh. Um, people love you there, right? They thought you were a basketball player. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. like, let's talk about how Asia embraces they black people, American y'all. people. Yeah. Like, when we went to Paris, yeah. Paris like, is not, you're like, um, Cause French. No, uh, what do you call it? Manila. No, Manila. Philippines. They, you're Philippines. a yeah. basketball player. Like, to them. Why? They, <laughs> because the only because the Philippines idolizes American culture a lot. But that's something that like I realized that because they see black people the most best and beautiful like as basketball. Players. And they also see them the least in that country. Like yes. I feel like when they see other Americans like. They know LeBron James. Yeah. They know, they know Jordan. They yeah. freaking play basketball with no slippers. So I they'll mean, take pic, like they'll take pictures with you. Yes. Like I'm on so many people's Facebooks that I don't know. He Rudolph is too. Yeah. When we were out there, there was legitimately, and I counted on my fingers, there were seven other black people that we spotted. It was like a game spotting yeah, black yeah, people. Yeah. But every time we came, I'm like six one, and yeah. my friend is six six. Yeah. He's pretty tall like tattoos and everything every time we went like next would legitimately turn we went to this one bon me shop <laughs> i pulled up to the guy i'm like hey can i get this and his face kind of looked like a little like like that but when my friend pulled up behind me he was kind of just like you saw his mouth go down and you saw his yeah, eyes yeah, kind of yeah, just yeah. get bold wide open <laughs> And because like, he thought you, you were like he thought I was different. He's my friend. <laughs> and he different. Like, he different, different. Yeah, he was different, different. <laughs> no, but it was great. Like we went to this one um animal show, or no, it was like a night safari. It was great. Um, we sat a little up front, and afterwards, you were supposed to take pictures with like animals. Like they had two different owls there, so we lined up. Yeah. But, <laughs> but people were like, "What the animals? <laughs> yeah, they came up, they pulled up, they pulled up to me and my guy. They were like, hey, can we have a picture with you? Blah, 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 blah. We're like, yeah, sure, why Yo, not? Asians Come love up. pictures. I need to just live in Asia. I need to learn, like, <laughs> a mean, couple of languages. No, but Filipinos yeah. speak great English. Like, you were navigating. No, only well. because, I say this only because I want to be on their TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to be on their soaps. So when are we moving to Asia? So it's like, yeah. And honestly, like you said, it's about, leading finance. Finance right now. If he is president, we're all moving to Asia. I'm dropping shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, like start applying now. The thing is, though, I think because America was seen to be like such a 
opportune opportunity spot. It is because again, right? But we already grew up in that opportunity, so we can. I think we can transfer it to other places. Right. right. So we don't need to come to America. You right. know, we could bring that to the rest of the world. Right. Type of thing. Like we have the education. We have the jobs. Now we, that's it. So, and the big name. And yeah. the name. So yeah. we're flying out. Give the opportunity to where it's needed. Yeah. Which goes back to let's raise people who need to be raised. Yeah. Right? What do you mean by that? Back to, why are you going to kick people when they're down? Because mm. this is the thing. Oh, sometimes, raise, as in like bring them up. I thought you meant like raises. Sometimes like, you don't. <laughs> like, like I was saying before with the whole opportunity inequality, the more you rise, someone has to fail. Like somebody has, like you can't be one without somebody else being two. Yeah, yeah. So inadvertently, people will always fail for you to succeed. And it's a balance. Interesting that you say that and that I'm, I want to ask this with siblings. Yeah. Um, when you guys were growing up, mm -hmm. was there competition? Oh, there's definitely competition. If right. It's funny because I don't think that. See, but but, but you I'm don't first think born. That, but you are also. It's in. Yeah. It happens in the back of your head, right? What you're competing against, you're competing against something. I didn't have to She's compete from because a subjective perspective. I, I was the first, that's so that's there was nothing to compete. So okay, no, wait, they call middle there was, child. There was child. definitely, there's definitely competition, and my sister does it all the time. I don't even think she realizes it. She probably doesn't. So me, I don't. The oldest does so, never know. I mean, there's competition between, and the, off the top of my head, attention and space. There's always a competition between attention and space. I'm about to learn something. Yeah. Now, <laughs> the way... Yeah, like, pull out a page. Because I'm like, no... Space. In my head, I'm like, no, there was never no competition. We never beef. Oh, no. I mean, we beef, but, like, sibling beef. No, but that's the mentality I had to... Yeah. Like, nah, continue. Yeah. From an objective perspective. Not objective. Or it's going like, to be subjective. From my perspective. The yeah. middle child perspective. Exactly. Like, my perspective... It's always competition and space. Now, the way that I guess my sister, for example, since she doesn't know, yeah, inform her, you know, yeah. the way that she competes for attention is through, I guess, she just raises her voice or tries to overspeak or like. That's so my parents. I don't know your sister like that. Exactly, from, they don't yeah. know those aspects friend, of me. Right, like I, I know mm -hmm. when being in your house, mm -hmm. but like. And now that I've hang out with you guys, like I know I understand your dynamic, and then yeah. I understand her dynamic with Kenny, right? And uh -huh. I understand your dynamic with Kenny. But I, the only reason I understand this because I like went to your house. It's yeah. funny that you say you that because that also touches back on the difference between acquaintance, so friends, close friends, family. family right? It's not you know one size fit family. all. You don't know how I react with my family. You don't know how I, I am. No, not you. But like <laughs> the you, the, the you, you out there. Don't know how I react right. With my so like people assume because and you're one way with them, you're the same way with everybody else. Right. And when you don't claim fam because fam is right. fam, you know? Like, yeah. Oh man. So, but yeah, continue. Like, Sorry. It's yeah. Middle child. What's that? See, middle um, child always gets they and they always have because there's there's a thing called middle child. J. Cole um, said it. Yeah, middle child syndrome, where they they do feel these things more though because yes. they have they have the baby and then they have the eldest. Yeah. So the baby is a baby, and everyone's <laughs> gonna treat them as such. Like Kenny. Yeah, and then you have the eldest, which is like the experiment, mm -hmm. which is yeah. like. 
they didn't know what the hell yeah. they were doing. Yeah. So it's so, like so when, experimental. So I, like, but yeah. When he talks about competition, I think he feels it most with you. Wait, so you said, uh, wait, wait. So is it competition for parents' attention? I think, I think you compete. <laughs> I do? For, yes, for parents' attention. Because like, let's say myself and Kenny, Kenny's our younger brother, um, is having a conversation with our parents, then like, Kenny will have his say, and I won't have to feel the need to interrupt him to have my say. I'll wait till he's done, and vice versa. My sister, on the other hand, doesn't, doesn't. do yeah. that. She competes. She, she actively does. competes because I guess whenever I she that. has something that she wants to say, she just tries to get it out as opposed to waiting. So, but I don't think that's competition. I think that's just me being impulsive in nature. No, because that's we, That's the definition no, no, of competition. Like you wanting to. Because we just are, are opinionated. We are, right. feel the need to bring. So when I was talking so about raising a, people up, raising right. Dwight, don't give them that. If I were to relate this, your dynamic, right, mm -hmm. with Iman and Jill, right? Like, I, growing up, we had a, it was three of us, mm -hmm. you know? And and I'm closer with my titas because, like, I'm always speaking up. And then Iman would be younger than, but, like, Jill felt like the middle child. Like, she didn't have a mm -hmm. voice sometimes, but her relationship with Iman He's like the baby, but mm -hmm. now we have EJ. So it like I it, think... it changes the dynamic, mm -hmm. and I always felt like I never wanted to feel with my cousins or my siblings that um, I put them down. But I put them down by making like by trying because as the oldest in the like I was the first one to go to college here. Mm -hmm. It's gonna make me cry. I'm really proud of my cousins. I'm go proud on, of go for it, everybody. Share a little tear. We I'll shed in tears, y'all. Like, for me, uh, the reason why I got to where I got because I needed to make sure that like I had the whole family with me. You know what mm -hmm, I mean? Mm -hmm. Like the pressure to be the first one to go to college is so hard. Yeah. Right. On my dad. Well, I wasn't the first one to go to college on my dad's side, but I was the, um, on my mom's side. I was mm -hmm. because um, because I had to, my dad had left at some point. He was in and out. Yeah. So. When I when I was I was always with my teachers and, and that pressure is mm. hard. So when when we talk about speaking up and like yeah. it's because we feel like we're the ringleader here, right? Right. Like, I think they don't see that's that's another thing with perspective. Like they don't see where that eldest child is coming from, like where that energy comes yeah, from. And, and so they see it as a way of a form of them of you bringing them down by raising yourself up. But really, it's a form of I'm trying to raise everybody up. Like if I'm already here, we I could all come. Here, right? Yeah. So so so, I always feel like not that I'm going down. Like I go down because I I want to go down. Like right. and not, because when I when when Jill feels a certain way, or Iman feels a certain way, or EJ feels a certain way, right? I'm there. I drop everything. Mm. You tell me. I have to. I don't care if there's a million dollars sitting right here. If something happened with one of them, mm. I'm, I'm walking away from a million dollars and I'm running. You know what I think? I think I could definitely relate to that too, being um, half an older sibling as well. Like yeah. With my little yeah, brother. With what you were saying, you said, oh, if I'm here, I want you here as well. But see, a lot of things that older siblings don't realize. Yep. And I ended up realizing this Same. when I looked Yeah. and saw my little brother's reactions. It's not that you want to bring them up. It's how you go you about Bring them up. And also, they can take mm. it as a way of you being condescending to them, yeah. or you yeah. thinking or they can't do it. I would, I would say, I would say more from my perspective, it's you giving it 
condescending because no. like when I was yeah. bringing them up or when I was trying to bring my brother up, it was in a condescending manner. It's in a manner that nobody, I don't think anybody would see as um, a positive way. But, but mm-hmm. also there are times that they bring me up yeah. because I'm so down. Mm-hmm. Right? So I, and, and as part of the older thing but, is that is that we think sometimes that, oh, I'm always bringing them up, right? This goes back to the left hand, right hand thing. Like, I'm, but you're doing that with an expectation. But there are times, I'm sure there are times where you feel like you can talk to one sibling and not the other because they can understand you better on some other Like topics. I said, like in any relationship, it's not one size fit all. Yeah. Like with everyone in my family, I know who to talk to about, about certain, certain things. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what I was going back to, shit, I think I forgot. I know she's at the hotel, by the way. We gotta get dinner. Okay. um, Yeah. Yeah. Wrap this up. Um, it's not that it's condescending. I think also older siblings, even though you have the best intentions, you have to realize your younger sibling is their own person. Yes. And just like parents force their values and opinions on you, sometimes as the sibling, you force that on your sibling. And they don't necessarily want to follow those footsteps. And they don't necessarily want to be guided in that way. Sometimes they're not old enough to see that it is quote-unquote guidance and not just you being bossy or telling them how to live their life. Yeah. So you need to realize what stage they're in and when you can, make, when you can uh, give those type of instructions or those type of... How. As and okay. how. Okay. And the how. How is so important. Capricorns. So important. All right. Just listen. Bye. <laughs>